Oh, the best part of waking up is drinking alone with friends. Yeah. My name's Chris. <laughs> what up, it's Todd. Good morning, and I'm Obert here. And welcome to Morning Edition of Drinking Alone with Friends, part two. Yeah. The sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we are really good at drinking in the morning now, so... Well, I mean, yeah. with, Game of, with Game of Thrones, that's kind of an important thing to have to do now. That is true. That is true. I mean, it, uh, we're, we're caught up in this household now, so we won't spoil it, of course, but we are officially caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows to get a good buzz going for Game of Thrones, you have to start uh, nine hours, ten hours beforehand. <laughs> right. It's very important. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yes. We are here in the morning to bring you another edition of Drinking Alone with Friends, and I think there's some some celebrations to be had amongst the podcast. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to share some things to celebrate with our listeners. I have one. I think, yeah, it sounds like you have a very specific one that I'm not sure what it is. So. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like you're ready to go, so go ahead. Okay, so... Uh, we alluded to it last episode, but Dana and I have purchased a new vehicle, so it's very exciting. Uh, yeah, it's big enough for if we if we decide to have like five kids, we can still fit them all inside this one vehicle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, we ended up going with a Chevy Traverse, which is really really nice, really really big, and it has Wi-Fi. So I mean, really, what else do you need? Power JD Power Awards, of course. Right. 27 JD Power Awards. Um, we're having having the mantle installed so we can <laughs> have good. them all, all up there. <laughs> now, what color did you go with? Important question here. It's it's metallic tungsten. So it's like so it's black. like a like it's like black, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the not, it's me- officially metallic tungsten. It's, not to be not to be confused with non-metallic tungsten. Right, right, right. Regular tungsten, so boring. Metallic tungsten. Yeah, that was so last, that was right last year. Yeah, metallic tungsten so hot right now, but we are very excited, very happy with our purchase. And uh, you know, if you see a metallic tungsten North Carolina Chevy Traverse, wave because it's probably not us. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but pretty exciting news from our household, at least. Nice, that's awesome. Todd, I heard you have some exciting news as well. Now nope. I know what we're talking about. You're, you're getting you're getting Jack and Jill today. Uh, True, I am getting Jack and Jill today. I don't yeah. know if that's an announcement, though. I mean, most people know that's happening because they've all been invited. Um, well, announcement. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still yeah. be fun, though. By the time I'm, you hear this, we'll have our Ted will have been jacked. Caitlin will have been jilled. <laughs> that is true. I'm, I'm actively waiting to see you guys at the Jack and Jill. I'm hoping that you know you're both there with your beers in hand. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually recording this from a hotel next to the airport. So yeah, uh... and and I know I know the webcam looks like I'm sitting in my house, but really I just took a really uh, elaborate picture of the surroundings, had it blown up, and I'm I'm actually sitting right next to Obert. We're we're, we're in, in the, the same... we're in the traverse. We're using <laughs> we're using the Wi-Fi. Using the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> That's how big of a car it is. You can take a look into the whole room behind us. We're currently, we're currently in Maryland driving north. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. D- Dana's driving while we're while we're recording. So well, there you go. At least at least you can kill two birds with one stone due to exactly, Wi-Fi in yeah. the car now. <laughs> but like, okay, so it, it's a cool feature. But really, 
Isn't it like one of the most ridiculous things that you have Wi-Fi in your car? This is like my Chris's old man moment, I guess. But like, <laughs> it's like, why? Why do you have to be connected literally on your drive to work? <laughs> well, don't, don't forget, Ted, this is, or Chris, this is for you and your army of five kids. They all have, they all have their tablets. They all have their streaming devices. They, you know, probably don't have 4G enabled. So this is that how is they true. can all get get their latest YouTube slime creation videos. I will say that this, <laughs> it's, it's got to be the stupidest thing, though, for like the driver, because technically you're not supposed to use your phone while driving. And right, this is, right. This is more like encouraging you, like, you know, you want to watch that YouTube video while driving a car. The only thing that I can think of so far uh, from driving this is, you know, when I use Google Maps or something. I don't use the, what, 10 kilobytes of data or whatever that Google Maps uses. I mean, it doesn't really use that much, but at least I at least there's that. You know how don't you don't know. use the data at all? Download the map on Google Maps onto your phone, and then you're good to go. Yeah, but you can't download the entire world. You can download a lot of the country. Where are you bringing this Traverse? Yeah, but... <laughs> traverse is in the name. He's traversing all over the place. I'm traversing, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't splurge for the for the submarine features, but I should have now. Now that I no, I'm pretty sure. No. Again, it's for everybody in the second and third row of seats. That's that's my theory, and that makes sense too, right? This is this is Obert with science. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like Obert doesn't like to play these games with us. <laughs> no, he likes to play. He just he's I like just like coming up with the right answer, and then it's less fun. <laughs> he likes to play but he also likes to win <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay oh, man. so i have but... a, i have an announcement no i don't have an announcement i have a special drink though i have a drink announcement bring into the pot <laughs> special drink um i'm moving into our segment of the show where we drink alone with friends um this uh, week, i see what we did there yeah this week i brought um kind of kind of a regional morning drink I figured if we're going to do this at, at 8.30 Mountain Time, I might as well embrace it and go with what we drink here in Montana in the mornings. Um, this is from the closest major city to me, from our neighbor to the north. This is a Caesar, also known as a Bloody Caesar. It looks um, like a Bloody Mary to me. It is very similar to a Bloody Mary. Um, the only difference, the biggest difference is a Bloody Mary is made with tomato juice. This is made with Clamato juice. Oh, yeah, that's usually how I've had them, is with Clamato juice. Yeah, that's a, well, you say Clamato, I say Clamato, but. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> but, um, no, normally a Bloody Mary is, yeah, is vodka, spicy stuff, celery, and uh, tomato juice. This the, the clam juice makes it a, a Caesar. Okay. Yeah. See, Tud, you didn't even know, but you were you were drinking Montana drinks your entire life. How do you feel? Ashamed. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> so I'm not a big fan of Bloody Marys. I'm not a big fan of tomato juice in my alcohol. And I can't imagine clam juice will be an improvement. But I figure there's only one way to start fitting you with the locals. You got to fake it till you make it. So that being said, cheers. I think All you've right. got this thing with drinking, doing face your beer segments at like very <laughs> early in the morning. Oh, that face. Ooh. Oh, that face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I hate Bloody Marys, um, but as the two list as the two co-hosts know, and a lot of our listeners, I don't like anything that has anything to do with tomatoes. So there's that. Yeah, except for pizza. 
Well, that's tomato. That's that's pizza sauce. It's different. <laughs> it's it's ground up pizza instead of instead of tomatoes. So, so this is a very strong drink, but not because of the vodka. It's just it hits you in all of the ways. You get the you get the salty wave from the clam juice, and then you get that pungent um, tomato aroma, as well as then you get hit by the spiciness from the the Worcestershire sauce, and as well as the hot sauce. So this is. This is a, a sipping morning drink for sure. It's very interesting that that's considered a Montana slash, you know, whatever drink. Calgary. that it yeah. has clams in it, you would think that'd be more of like a New England thing because, you know, the water, clams, all that stuff comes from us. Yeah. So I got, I have to say that we'll have to link the show in the show notes, the article, the Wikipedia article, because this is the best Wikipedia article on a cocktail I've ever read. It's pretty entertaining. It goes... <laughs> It goes, there's a, there's like a decade long five paragraph chronology of the invention of the drink. It went from the Smirnoff Smiler to the, to the Clam Digger to the Gravel Gertie before becoming a Caesar. I'm kind of upset that the Gravel Gertie didn't stick around. Yeah. You know, and actually that was named by the guy who, the creator of the Adams family, whose last name was Adams, which is interesting. Spelled the same way with two Ds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to quickly go into how to make it, they say, and this is, you follow the one, two, three, four rule, one ounce of vodka, two dashes of hot sauce, three dashes of salt and pepper, four dashes of Worcestershire sauce, and then you add in four to six ounces of Mott's Caesar mix, the Clamato. Could we, could we not do five ounces? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Why can't we make it a one, two, three, four, five rule? Yeah. Yeah. Just make it easy for me. (laughs) Another thing is sometimes people add horseradish i didn't um i'm not and you're supposed to you're supposed to garnish it with like a garden basically (laughs) i put a little lime wedge on mine but there's a bar here that will do like a pepperoni stick and celery i'm also not a big celery fan otherwise there'd be some in here but um i usually stick some bacon in my bloody mary yeah that's that's a popular one as well i see here at one time somebody i knew took bacon and wrapped it around celery and then cooked it oh then you had bacon wrapped celery in your in your drink and it was awesome i mean i'd eat that (laughs) yeah the bacon bacon wrapped celery sounds like something i'd do yeah but no this this wikipedia article's got some funny stuff it talks about how every year there's a contest on prince edward island at the international shellfish festival for the best caesar in town and they had sometimes they would use like Tim Hortons coffee grinds or maple Canadian maple syrup. So they, it's definitely a Canadian recipe for sure. But Montana being so close to Canada, we kind of adopted it. Interesting. Yeah, it's the unofficial official drink of Canada. <laughs> the unofficial official. Yeah. Okay. Because coffee. No, coffee's us. Coffee's yes. United States. Yes. Yeah. We went over that. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Coffee's Scratch us, that. not Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> they were not able to buy the rights to America. They tried. Yeah, they tried. They probably they got tried. close. Yeah. 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 Not a, not a, not a, it's a no from me as we just all got a text message that said the same thing, but to each yeah. their own. My dad loves Bloody Marys, so I don't think he likes clams. So I don't know if he'd, lo- if he'd do that, but my dad is like a Bloody Mary aficionado, so. Okay. Does Dad, he... right in. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Clamato? <laughs> 
But yeah, now I have this whole jar of Clamato juice. I don't know what I'm going to do with We'll figure something out. You have so. to drink a whole bunch of Bloody Marys. Yeah. Or Caesars. Yeah. Um, okay, so now while I slowly nurse this one, who's going to have to drink next here? I can go next. Uh, so I'm drinking a double IPA from Burial Beer Company, which I've heard a lot of since moving down here. So this is out of Asheville. Um, this is their uh, Gang of Blades. and I sent you all a picture, and there will be pictures on the Instagram, but the KR is pretty solid. It looks kind of like a, like a, I don't know. Like uh, a gang yeah. of blades? <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to think of what the hell is. Assassin? Yeah, this is like something uh, something that would be on the cover of like a 90s a, a metal and Dragons br- uh, album. But yeah, Dungeons and Dragons also getting that. Yeah, so it's really, it really re- cool can art. It reminds me of uh, an Iron Maiden album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, there you go. Um, but you'll see the pictures on the Instagram. But I've heard a lot of this. I've seen them. And apparently it's a very well-known, more coveted brewery. And I saw this in a bottle shop. So I was like, eh, might as well try it. So let's uh, let's see. Let's see how it pours. Yeah. Now, while Chris is doing the Shui reveal, we're all going to Asheville for Tud's bachelor party. Woo! Yeah. I didn't Tud, know this. Tud, you did know this. This is not a, not a surprise <laughs> for Tud. Obert, you ruined we, it. We kept it a surprise and then... Well, then he had to book flights, so that's when the surprise <laughs> ended. Yeah, it you kind of it's kind of hard to keep something secret from somebody when they have to buy a flight to go somewhere. Yeah, when when you have to actually travel a considerable distance to get there, yeah, it's pretty exciting. But yeah, uh, I don't know about y'all. I'm excited. Oh, me too. I'm hoping that we get to go to some of these good Asheville. Um, you're doing all the research now for which ones are, we're going to hit up, which breweries we're going to go to, because you know that's what when the three of us are getting together, you know we're going to breweries. <laughs> yeah exactly it is very true uh, yeah pretty excited um i i'm i'm hoping we can use our podcast clout to get like some free swag or some shit i don't know <laughs> Asheville breweries right in yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> tell us where, why we should come to your brewery yeah yeah you sway us podcast at gmail.com <laughs> yeah, send us your best uh, sales pitch there you go so it pours pretty beautifully i don't know if you can see that like a nice Nice dark orange. Um, it's it's definitely hazy and not a lot of head on it. The head went away pretty quick. So uh, this is from February first. So it's a eh, it's not too bad. It's only a couple months old. That's I wish I could little. trade drinks. Yeah, <laughs> trade. Tra- well, yeah. I wouldn't trade with you. <laughs> I, this is a two and a half, by the way. Oh, two and a half. Okay, I wasn't sure if you'd mentioned it. I'm mentioning um, it here. <laughs> mentioning it now. Mention now. Hashtag mention of the pod. But um, looks nice. Uh, smell, you probably, you'd pick up a little bit of citrus, uh, maybe a little bit of more piney earth notes. Is it supposed to be a New England IPA? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It doesn't really say, it does say serve at 50 degrees and it's 55 IBU. It does say the gang of blades will cut you up. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like when breweries tell you how cold to serve the beer. That yeah, is cool. That does, yeah. that does help. It doesn't say anything about being a New England IPA, but. It does look. It does look the part. Yeah, it's so. very hazy. It's at least unfiltered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So we'll let's see how this my first ever burial beer company beer tastes. All right. It looks like he's enjoying it. Um, it's good. Yeah. So. So the hype is real. The hype is real. Yes. This is this is very good. Um, you know the IBUs are low, so you're getting a lot more sweetness than you are bitterness from this, which I think we talked about. A couple weeks ago, it's kind of one of the two with the double IPAs. 
You either get like really sweet or really, really bitter. I don't know. This is more of the sweet variety. But definitely not New England. You know, it's maybe not maybe not New England, um, but maybe like a like a toned down brother, maybe like a distant cousin of the New England IPA. Okay, because you do get some juicy notes, some like, you know, citrusy notes, but you have none of that bitter afterbite. Okay. Or so. um, But it's a good beer. It's um, let me see. Let me see if I can. I haven't tasted all of the tropical fruits, but let me see if I can narrow it down to one or two. <laughs> Star fruit. Yeah. Stone fruit. Papaya. No. See, I think I, I think I I think I would need to Mango? take the tut take the tut approach because uh, everything tastes like an orange. <laughs> especially especially at ten in the morning. Right, yeah. Every when you squeeze when you close your eyes hard and you you think everything tastes like an orange. No, I mean you definitely get some of that citrus background. I don't I can't really pinpoint anything other than like just a orange or maybe even like a like uh I, I said tangerine before but maybe like more of that clementine so than a what's that clementine cle- clementine how many, no. how many cutie flavors do you get qd yeah QD. you know those cutie little halo oranges oh oh oh, oh. okay yeah. i thought you meant capital q capital d <laughs> <laughs> on, on a on a scale of 10 cuties to no cuties how many cuties? Oh, geez. <laughs> We're doing this again. <laughs> well, this one goes backwards. So Yeah. <laughs> so it's five cuties. No. Um, we're not doing the we're not doing this again. But yeah, it's good. I mean, for an eight point three percent alcohol beer, it doesn't hit you that hard. Uh it's a nice, nice sipping beer in the morning. So uh, I'm gonna give this one I'm gonna give this one a four. Nice. And I'm very, ex- I'm very excited for uh, future burial beer company beers because they're everywhere down here. So awesome! Yeah, pretty excited. So now, would you pay for? Uh, did you get that in a four pack? I got this. Uh, no, I got this as a single. So oh, okay. And I don't remember how much I paid for the single, but I'm guessing it would probably be probably it's probably like a fifteen or sixteen dollar four pack. It's probably getting you know getting up there, but not up there. Gotcha. So, um, but but yeah, good good stuff. Cool. Uh, Tud, take it away. Sure. Take it away. So today I am drinking a beer called What What the Funk, Man. So it is a Red Flanders Ale. It's brewed by Second Bridge Brewing in Manchester, Connecticut. Uh, We stopped by there yesterday to to check them out. I don't think we've had them on the pod before. We have not. I've never even heard of these people. Um, They're a new brewery. They've only been around uh, for about nine months. Um. Actually, it's probably a little bit more than nine months. He was telling me that their one-year anniversary party was in July. So, so ten months. So ten months. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is a red Flanders ale, so it's got it's a it's you know supposed to be a little sour, kind of like a little bit of like a Berliner Weiss, as we talked about last. A little week. bit funky, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. So he was, I was talking with the owner, uh, Stephen White, and he was telling me that this is the second time he's brewed this beer. The first time he found it a little too sweet, so he rebrewed it and dialed back the sweetness a little bit and tried to add a little bit more funk to it. So uh, let's check it out. Nice. So I'm curious, and maybe one of you know the answer. What's the difference between just a regular red ale and a red Flanders ale? Or is there a difference? That's a good question. It's the sourness. Hmm. Not entirely sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, <laughs> r- hey, Flanders, right in. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think, we Ted? Add you to our beer? So this beer is really good. It's got a nice, nice sour notes to it. Um, It's definitely got a little bit of sweetness on the back end, but it's very, it's very good on the front end. It's not overly sweet. It's a little bit drier on the front end, which is really nice. 
it's not, it doesn't taste like a red ale at all. It just kind of more tastes like I'm drinking a sour. So quick Google search. Uh, Tud, you are correct. Uh, this is basically just a sour red ale. So so congratulations. Nice, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad to win. <laughs> um, I will say that this is definitely not as sour as probably like, Chris, what you drank last week. This is, it's very mildly sour. It's probably got a little bit of like... like <laughs> So on a scale of one to ten, where six is a Granny Smith apple and one is water, ten is a warhead. <laughs> Where's this I'd, beer? I'd put this probably at like a three or a four. Okay, oh, okay, so it's it's lower. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely lower. It's um, it's very. That's like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, it's it's less sour than that. Yeah, okay, I think Sour so Patch so... Kids are up there with Granny Smith for sure. Oh, okay. I was yeah. trying to find like what a five was. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, continue. No, so it, it just overall, it's a really good. It's a really good drinking beer. It's, you know, I got it in a crawler, so I have thirty two ounces of it to drink, but it's delicious. It only comes in at four percent ABV, so it's very light, and it's just a good. It, this would be good on like a hot summer day if you're sitting outside doing yard work. And you just grab this and drink this. This would be a good one. Nice and funky. So, listeners, I want you to appreciate what's going on right now because I just had an appreciation. Now, I love Tud more than more than most. But this guy at 1030 in the morning decided, you know what? I'm drinking a fucking crowler. Yeah. <laughs> One pint ain't enough for me. I need two. 12, 12 ounces, 16 ounces. Nah, get out of here. I'm drinking a crowler. Yeah, so. all 32 ounces. It's only 4% beer. That's okay. It's basically still. water. <laughs> oh, man, that was awesome. So uh, so to, t- to tell the listeners a little bit more about Second Bridge. They are located in the ori- next to the original location of Top Shelf Brewery. So they're off of they're behind a gas station in Manchester. It's a nice little spot. They they brew a lot of different styles of beers. Oh, and Steve, is that the place like you go over the first bridge and then you go right to the second bridge and they're right there? Well, of course. Yeah. How okay. else did you get to Second Bridge Brewery? Yeah. <laughs> uh Stephen White the the brewer was telling me they're a very small operation currently. They only have a one-barrel system. He's currently installing a three-and-a-half-barrel system to help increase the amount of beer they can brew. He's brewed about, I think he said, 140 different beers over the course of 10 months and really hasn't brewed many of the same recipes twice. He's brewed a recipe, tried it out, then sw- obviously, like with this one, he switched up the recipe to brew it again. So he's got a nice little portfolio of beers to brew. So cool. his his goal with buying this three-and-a-half barrel system is to kind of increase production a little bit. It's actually, he he's buying the original brewing system from New England Brewing Company from way That's back in the day. That's pretty old, yeah. Yeah. So he's bringing that thing in, and he's going to start pumping out some more beer. How many beers do they have on tap when you went in? He had eight. So okay. he's brewing a significant amount of beer on just a one barrel system currently, which is impressive. And as you know, as he gets this three and a half barrel system up and running, he's going to be able to pump out a lot more beer. And his goal is to eventually, you know, get some regular mainstays so he can start distributing. But his he never wants to stop inventing new beers. His what he said to me was the idea with this craft beer game is that you ultimately want to try new things. So why would you ever just make the same thing on repeat? I like that philosophy for sure. Yeah. Um, was this your favorite one that you tried when you went in there? Um, I liked their IPA as well, but I felt like, you know, I was actually thinking about it. I don't think I've drank many non-IPA beers on the podcast. So yeah, you're, you are a big IPA head. Yeah. So I wanted to bring in something a little bit funkier, uh, 
pun intended with the name, and just talk about it a little bit and then highlight this brewery that, you know, they're doing a lot of cool stuff and they've got a really cool spot. So people go check them out. Um, they're kind of a soccer bar as well. So they've got, you know, the soccer scarves hanging all over the place. And it's just a cool laid back environment. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I like it when you go into a place and, you know, I know we've talked about it before, but you can go in and almost every other week or every week, there's like a different beer on tap to try out or maybe multiple different beers on tap. I can think of a few breweries that I enjoy, but every time you go in, it's basically the same, same seven beers thing. Right. Yeah. or six beers. Yeah. yeah, There's one in particular in Middletown, which I love, but also it's like all they do is have the same beers because they're like, these are good and people want these. It's like, well, try something a little different, but yeah, um, but it's a, that's that's really cool. And that's the know. way to get people to come back is to continually have new beers that people want to try. Yeah. And that was that was what Steve was telling me is that that's his goal is to get people to come back, you know, just to try the new beer. And he had a pretty good there was a pretty decent crowd in there. I mean, there was a good 20, 30 people in there by the time we left. So nice. Yeah. Now, I, I know I professed my love for Willie Brew multiple times on this pod before, but every time you go in there. You know, they're, they have a new beer come out roughly every four days, I want to say. Maybe, you know, they, they come out with probably eight beers a month. And the thing is, a lot of times they will repeat beer from year to year. So they'll have, um, you know, every year like, oh, it's May. They're going to brew four of these beers. But they'll also brew four that are totally new recipes. So, like, I really also like that in a brewery where they are not afraid to try new things. And always their, their taps are always changing. So what did you give this one, Todd? So I would give this beer a four. It's very solid. I could drink this. I could drink a lot of this beer. I am drinking a lot of this beer, <laughs> but I could continue to drink this beer. It's really good. Could you drink like a quarter gallon of it? Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, four is probably the number of sips I've had since I finished my review of my drink. So <laughs> oh, working, nice. working on it. You know, I think yeah, that I have this... your rating was a little aggressive. I thought I thought it was going to be a little bit lower than that. You know, I think it's tough because this isn't the drink for me, but I can tell it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think I want to un unnecessarily rate it poorly. So even though this isn't something I would really like, I also, I'm forcing myself to like it. I'm going to Stockholm Syndrome myself into enjoying this, beer, <laughs> this drink. <laughs> Well, not to mention, if he says he doesn't like it, then the Mounties come and get him. Right. So That's true. <laughs> so, do you guys hear that? No. Sounds like a distant train. Silence, and I see Obert's face all big and bearded. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, it's it's the return of that hit segment. What is the news? Oh, that very noisy segment that, always, that we can hear coming from a mile away. Exactly. <laughs> When you hear a silence in the night, that's what is the news. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, to just refresh everybody's memories, this is a segment where I will read off three news headlines. Two of them are real. One of them is not. It is up to Chris and Obert to pick whether or which which news article is the fake one or the non-real one. I don't have the records anymore. Um, I can't I think, seem to find I that. I think we were tied, if I remember correctly. Yeah. We were either tied or I'm one up. I one can't remember. One of those two. I'm not yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. I'm that confident that after today I'm going to be ahead, so I'm not too worried. So, Damn it. <laughs> with that, let's start the, the article reading. So, U.S. Navy sailors instructed to clap like we're at a strip club for Vice President Mike Pence arrival. Okay. 
Facebook bans thousands of snowboarders, base jumpers, and other extreme activity doers in a crackdown on dangerous accounts. Okay. And donkeys hate the British weather and would rather be inside, study finds. Mm, Those are all pretty plausible. I know. Yeah. I feel like the donkey one is like a... Pick this one because it's clearly ridiculous, but... Right. But also someone, I'm sure, studied that. That one's out for me as well. Yeah. Okay. So... I think I have my guess. I think I have mine too. I'm going to go with number two is fake. Uh, So was I. Yep. You guys would be correct. All All right. right. There you go. Still one up. All right. (laughs) Okay. So, I I mean, no offense to... What was it? The Navy you said? Yes. Yeah. But like, okay... Actually, you know what? Hold on. Back up. Is there a lot of <laughs> clapping going on at yeah, strip clubs? That's what I want to know. Like, I don't really know. I, you, how hard do you applaud at a strip club? <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, so the, so the vice president shows up and you're told to clap like you're at a strip club. I don't assume it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, do you want them hooting and hollering? I they don't know. do, apparently. That's what they apparently. wanted. I think that's what yeah. they now, wanted. But it's also not a golf clap. It's not like... Right. So on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is water. No, 1 <laughs> is a golf is clap, golf. and 10 is, 10 is the strip club in this, in this scale. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I So I've only been to, I think, one strip club in my life. So, like, I don't know. Like, is it... Yeah, I, I think I the better thing to do would be clap like you're on Price is Right and someone just got called down from the audience. That would be what I would <laughs> tell these sailors. Now, that's a very, like, people know how to relate to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Mike Pence, come on down. When I read this article headline, I was just like, one dollar drink. What does this mean? Like,. <laughs> Yeah, that's, does Mike that's Pence a... get angry if they don't clap like he's at a strip club? Should they be catcalling him too and telling him to shake that thing as he's you know walking by? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what he wants. Right, he's 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 working the catwalk. Yeah, Mike Pence, right in. Tell yeah. us. <laughs> and then the other one, the donkey one. We we need to address this for a second. Okay, somebody spent their their time studying whether or not donkeys like the weather they in were England. forced to live in yeah just sitting this outside is... in the in the english cold rain watching donkeys they're just they're just upset and they're just mad all the time yeah their 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 twig forts keep getting blown over and stuff <laughs> and they go oh just bother constantly depressed <laughs> so they, they found their tails fall off they have to get nailed back on it's this whole thing <laughs> They found that once the temperature dropped below 14 Celsius, which is 57 degrees Fahrenheit, then the donkeys would move inside. Well, but, so would I. But it's, uh, yeah. that's it's cold. <laughs> but after the but above that, they like to be outside. Meanwhile, horses like to be outside at all times. So somebody wasted many, 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 many years of their life studying this. And it was it was most likely a scientist, which means if if there's ever a article to put in front of college students to be like, listen. This is going to pay off eventually. <laughs> it would be this one. Because no matter what, the worst case scenario, you end up watching fucking donkeys and getting paid yeah. a lot of money for it. <laughs> yes, those rich college students raking it in, raking in all of the dough. <laughs> all the donkey money. Yeah. All the donkey money. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
That's awesome. Okay, that was good. That was a lot of fun. You got another one, Todd, or are you tapped out? No. I know. Um, I know. Sometimes they're tough to come by. No, but I have a stupid question to ask you guys. Okay, I I like those two. I can't wait to apply logic. Yes, and ruin it. <laughs> so you must let Chris answer first, just an FYI. Okay. Or myself as well, because I don't know the answer either. If people get drunk faster putting alcohol up their anus with a tube, can I rehydrate faster using my bidet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who, who let Todd do all of the segments, by the way? Who let yeah. Todd be the one that <laughs> pick out these stupid questions? I know. I feel like Todd has all of the uh, all of the segments right now. And also all of the all of the episode titles. <laughs> yeah. You could create your own segments, people. It's very You're just true. that much better at thinking of stupid questions to ask us. Yeah, and like most of the time, and this is hard for me to say, but you say some of the funniest things in the pod. So <laughs> yeah, so they end up being <laughs> so they end up being the the titles. So yeah. Um. All right. So I've never used. Have you guys used a bidet before? No, I have. Okay, over has. All right. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay. Okay. I so, I I would I would bidet again. Okay, for sure. Would, all right, bidet, bidet to you too. Um, yeah. So my only thing is like, you know, I don't think they're supposed to penetrate you. <laughs> no. I think they're I using the bidet wrong. <laughs> getting, getting that that far in up there. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if I don't think. I mean, unless you can turn it up to like 11. Like, can you turn the bidet up to 11? <laughs> Also, is, is the alcohol putting alcohol up your butt getting you drunk um, a proven thing that actually works, or is that one of those urban myths? No, that's what all the kids are doing nowadays. Kids, why? What? Why? I you I mean don't challenges? Have, what do you think, Todd? I I mean, I guess like if transitive properties would say yes, if you, if A equals getting drunk, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I think it would work, right? Like you would still absorb it. I mean, you could you take saline fluids through an IV, and that hydrates you, right? It doesn't have to enter your stomach. You go right into your bloodstream. So, yeah, I guess why not? What's interesting is why why does saline fluids hydrate you when it's salt water? I thought salt water dehydrated you. I think because it has the right the right salinity, so that it will the osmosis effect won't won't well it will enter your bloodstream faster. I think it could penetrate those cell barriers, but. I'm no biologist. Don't quote me on that one. I bet we could ask Nurse of the Pod Nick why. <laughs> nurse of the Pod. Yeah. I, I I don't think so only because I don't think a bidet is like equipped with a fire hose or anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's not only, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's issue number one. <laughs> right. True. You are. Yeah. I guess you are thinking about it more of like, it's got to get up there somehow. Right. Right. I mean. I like mean, you had I like get, an enema or something. Maybe like that. if you had like a bidet, enema like of a, the pod hashtag. Maybe yeah. Had, <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you had like a tube attached to your bidet, kind of like the tube with the alcohol, then it could be done. I also don't. Uh, okay, I I don't think any of us are like well knowledgeed enough to answer <laughs> this correctly. <laughs> uh, but isn't it something to do with like the blood vessels or something? I don't know. I'm making stuff up now but anyways i i say no that's no stupid questions folks (laughs) (laughs) oh man but i think it's that time of the pod where we wind down and you know leave you with our three handles on our frosty mug of wisdom Uh, you know they could be anything from library cards to 
<laughs> buying a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, does anybody? Hi, Caitlin. Does anybody? <laughs> I know she. Did, you have headphones on, but does anybody have? Uh, does anybody have a first handle that they want to lead off with this week? Yeah, I'll lead off. Um, my handle this week is, is an app called Last Bottle. Okay. It's, ba- it's basically like Woot or Meh, but with wine. I'd say it sounds like something in a- they would use at AA. <laughs> <laughs> like, no more. This is it. For- I'm done. This is the last bottle. So what it is, is it's a service where you- it's an app on your phone where you download it. And every day they offer a particular bottle of wine for sale at an extreme discount. So some days it'll be like a, a usually like a retail $50 bottle of wine. It'll be on sale for like 10, 11 bucks, maybe all the way up to $20. Nothing ha- I've seen has been over $20 yet. And if you happen to buy the actual last bottle, you um get you instantly receive a f- $50 in credits as well. So it's a, there's a little bit of a game that goes along with it. But it's a pretty cool app. I haven't ordered anything from it yet, but I know people at work who have ordered with it and they love it. It's a really cool service, and so this is my my handle this week. App last bottle. Can you buy just one bottle, or do you have to buy a whole case? Oh no, you can buy just one bottle. Um, and it's free shipping if you buy more than six bottles. Okay, yeah. The only thing with that is like you got to sign for it, which is tough. Right. You Usually, know? you want it delivered to your office. Oh, that's how you probably heard about it from all these people at work. Correct. Okay. Huh. That's very interesting. That's I would, a cool I, one. And yeah. as an app application for your phone. Yeah, we'll we'll throw a link up in the episode description with uh, my my dad will be all over that. He likes buying wine on the internet, so yeah, we'll throw a link for uh, people to go sign up with a referral code. So there we go, cool. So who wants the mug next? So I'll go next uh, because mine is not as cool as an application for your phone, but uh, uh, you guys are both you both drink coffee, but relatively new to the coffee game, right? I am. I yes. can't speak for Todd, but I'm just getting into coffee. Well, as the seasoned coffee drinker on the pod, <clears throat> I want to put over a really cool thing that we've done. And um, I mean, we did it a while ago. And I want to make sure that everybody else has the same idea or same life hack to get delicious coffee uh, from your own home. And that's what we like to call a French press. Oh, I was going to say the pour over method. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll do, uh, we could do battling battling coffee methods. Yeah, we could. We could. Yeah, that's going to be a Patreon exclusive. Um, <laughs> where we, uh, marital discord, but just on uh, coffee methods. But I love coffee, clearly. And I have our, we have our Keurig and I use it pretty much daily. But we have a French press, which is amazing. And we actually grind our own coffee beans at home. And you put them into the fresh press, and it makes like a really, really nice, smooth uh, pot of coffee. The pour-over method's just one cup. When you're a hardcore addict like me, or if you're sharing with one other person, you know, you make two or three cups at the for, for one for the same amount of time. Right. Um, How big is your French press? You got like uh, a four-cup French I press? Think, no, I th- no. This one's this one's a smaller one. This one's I think twenty-four ounces. I think. Um, but you can get them up to 32, maybe even larger than that. I mean, that's four cups if you have a six-ounce cup of coffee. Which I don't. I have. <laughs> Which, I mean, who are we kidding? This is Chris we're talking about. <laughs> this is my coffee mug. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it says, you've cat to be kidding me right now. But That's right a good meow. one. But anyways. Meow. It's not now. Meow. Meow. Yes. Uh, so 
I really enjoy it. Um, it's a little bit more time consuming, uh, definitely more time consuming than Keurig, but it makes a better cup of coffee in the long run, in my opinion. So we'll put a link in the show notes of the one that I bought. There are multiple sizes depending on how much coffee you drink, and it's a slight inconvenience for a really good cup of coffee. So, And I would recommend watching a YouTube video on how to use it because that's what I had to do when I first tried it. It's literally like you just put the grounds in, then you put boiling or but hot water over it. There's a there's a special coffee to water ratio that you must meet. Yeah, I can already hear the enemy of the pod Blevin writing in because he has a very specific process that he showed me about you know you got to let it sit, you got to like let it sit for a certain amount of time before you plunge it down, and yep. there's like a whole thing. Yep, there's a YouTube, there's multiple YouTube videos that tell you how to use that thing. Yeah, I mean, it depends on it depends on what you like, but the one the instructions that come with the thing says four minutes. I always let I basically leave it for some amount of time and then eventually plunge it down. So there's <laughs> that's there's because no set, you're a Neanderthal. That's because I like strong coffee. <laughs> but there you go. If you want a good cup of coffee that isn't the pour over method, try out a French press. Okay, there we go. There you go. Um, I I want to lead into my my handle this week with a mini handle of sorts. The other day, I was watching um, on YouTube a compilation of the best vines. Uh, vines, for those of you who don't know, are like five second long videos. It was a whole thing for like five years, and then they killed it before it got too bad, which I'm not up too upset with. But the best vines live on on YouTube, and I don't have a specific specific vine or comp- vine compilation to recommend. But I was literally sitting here on my computer crying, laughing at how stupid these vines were. <laughs> um, it really made my day. So that's just a little little bright spot on my life I wanted to share with everybody. But my real handle, someone asked, like, hey, you're always out there hiking, camping, whatever. Do you have any specific gear recommendations? Um, I guess a good a good thought. You know, it's something I like to do. And maybe if you're not into it, or you want to get into it, what, what would some, be something I recommend? Um, so with that in mind, I'm a huge fan of Osprey backpacks. I have one for my backpacking, my overnight backpack. It's like a 55 liter backpack. I'm also going to buy a 22 liter day pack from Osprey. I think they are the best backpack brand out there. Um, Chris, I know they make child carrier backpacks as well. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> but um, I think they are the most comfortable and they have i really like the way they the straps come across your shoulders and also they have a really nice support to keep the backpack off of your back so your back doesn't get super sweaty oh that's nice that's a good feature yeah yeah um so with that that in mind i'm like yeah osprey packs if i have to recommend one piece of my hiking gear to anybody check that brand out yeah as someone who regularly carries a diaper bag now that is a backpack the sweaty back feature is probably <laughs> it's up there. That's Who up lives there. in the south? Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Especially you know it's ninety degrees most of the year. Yup. Okay. I'm I'm yeah. listening. <laughs> how how sweaty are you right now, Chris? On a scale of one to ten, <laughs> where where zero is water, <laughs> and ten is and ten is Shane McMahon. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm probably like a I'm probably like a solid four, and I've been podcasting for an hour. <laughs> You're like right at like Roman Reigns level. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not that. That's that's up there. That's it. That's a seven or an eight. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh man. Also, uh, I just want to put over uh, to touch on your mini handle. Uh, there's a really good compilation from ProZD, which I think Obert turned me on to a long time ago. Um, so if you like, uh, like geeky oh, anime, just this, just this one guy, his vines. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. vines. He has a compilation on YouTube that's really, really funny. I've watched it a time or two. It's it's good, yeah. really good. So, but T- Ted, were you ever into vines? I was not. Have you ever watched any Vine compilation videos? Not at all. You should you should check this one out, especially <laughs> if you like video games and stuff. It's it's yeah. pre- it's pretty good. All right, I'll, I'll have to check it out. Pro ZD. Pro ZD. Yep. All right, and with that, we'd like to thank you all for uh, listening to our podcast. Where I'd like to thank Second Bridge Brewing Company for what the Funk Man. I'd like to thank Burial Beer Company for Gang of Blades. And I'm going to thank the city of Calgary for inventing Caesars. <laughs> the entire city. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, please make sure that you follow us on all social media, um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and untapped at DAWF Podcast. Hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, make sure that you guys are going and looking at our Patreon and seeing if that's something that interests you guys. Um, we are going to be throwing up special content for those people who subscribe and you guys will you know get a lot of benefit out of that yeah absolutely uh if you have an extra little bit and you want to help the podcast out make it a little bit better we have a couple tiers available already Um, we are going to be adding more um i'm working on that right now if we can hit 25 dollars a month so here's here's the thing if we can hit 25 dollars a month we will we will commit our precious time to getting this is the a first pa- I'm hearing about this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we will commit our precious time to uh, recording one additional uh, Patreon exclusive episode a month. So if you want if you want exactly 25% more DAWF, this is the way to do it. So um, we have one patron so far. And thank you to rec- the Wreck My Podcast crew because you guys are <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so how much do you how much does someone have to donate to listen to this Patreon exclusive podcast? One dollar a month. That's okay. All bonus content is going to be available for any tier. So if you decide to put forth anything, you will get some some bonus content. I feel Um, like we're like this is kind of like that like thing with like rescue the dogs, where like Sarah McLaughlin's playing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Like even just for one (laughs) dollar, one dollar could get you one extra hour potentially (laughs) if we get that many patrons. Yeah. Um, but we have some other fun things that we want to plan on doing, and uh, your support will definitely help. We'd also like to thank James Vakovic Designs for our awesome three-handled mug logo. And do you guys have anything else you'd like to add before we fade into black? Uh, have a good week, everybody. Have a great week. And with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So now it's time for me to go get a whole bunch of free gifts. Right. Yeah. Well, I hope you don't pay for the gifts. Yeah. And at <laughs> least you're already 32 ounces ahead of the rest of the party. So. Exactly. Yeah. So Everybody so. knows the best party is the ones where Todd is the most drunk person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>